This podcast should be listened to on incognito mode only. Hide it from your kids, your spouse, and of course, the NSA. Thank you for listening. Especially you, Kyle. Welcome to Jawbreakers, where we've completed the millennial equivalent of opening a coffee shop. I'm Nick, and I'm starving. I'm David, and I'm Kyle. <laughs> I'm Dan, and I'm Kyle's twin brother, oh, shit. Steve. I have a twin? Yeah. It's so good to meet you. Yeah. So it's more good for you than for me, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> this is a really bad opening to, like, the Maury show. <laughs> you are not the father, but you have a twin brother. <laughs> uh, off to a good start off to a good start for episode two well guys this is jawbreakers we're three best friends and our goal is to make you laugh so hard that your jaw falls off don't like actually injure yourself because of this podcast though yeah we we, we might want to set up like a liability thing for all listeners i feel like dan you'd be the one to set that up for us though if your jaw falls off it's not our fault we swear <laughs> So today's topic that that we're going to be talking about, amongst other things, is we pulled some questions from the Reddit, uh, the subreddit r slash ask men, and we're going to answer them for you today. Three real life men are going to answer your ask men (laughs) questions. This is really our ladies episode because these are burning questions that all women just have (laughs) that they've always just needed really, you know, non-biased perspective on. So us three millennial gentlemen, us three white millennial (laughs) gender heterosexual. Oh, oh, yeah. We're we are 100 percent (laughs) non-biased. All right. So let's dive right into it. Uh, Here's here's a good question. That's a very simple one and very innocent. What dinner foods are acceptable to eat for breakfast? Any dinner food, as long as it's cold. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. Any? <laughs> I'm going to put pizza up there at the top. Oh, well, yeah. Pizza's number one. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. I would say cold Chinese food <gasps> probably up there. Yes. Especially, and, and this cannot be overstated enough, when you're hungover. When you're hungover, anything is breakfast. <laughs> It also, I think it depends on what time of day you you wake up, you know? Like, if you're waking up at 2 p.m., you know, it's acceptable to eat dinner food because it's already past lunch. Okay, but no, but here's the problem to me. If I go to an Italian restaurant and I get shrimp scampi and I take that home, there's no way you can acceptably have that the next day. You can't. Why not? It depends on how hungover you are. <laughs> you're out to dinner with your friends. You get some shrimp scampi. Where are we that we're getting shrimp scampi? You know, you know you're going to the bar later, so you don't want to get too full because you want to dance. Well, if you want to dance and go out drinking later, you should not get shrimp scampi. That's the first mistake you made. <laughs> you already know when you go out like to have dinner with your friends before you guys decide to go out, who's not going to make it through the night, depending on what they eat for dinner. You have like that one friend who's brave. He's like, oh, I'm going to get the fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> Okay, bro. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna make it past round two. Sure, no problem. All right, so you've gotten yourself shrimp scampi. People start talking about going out. You now realize the mistake that you made. So you get the rest of your shrimp scampi to go. All right, all right. You throw that shit in the passenger seat of your car. You go to the bar. You wake up the next morning on your friend's couch. Shrimp scampi's in the fridge, and you are in a massive amount of pain. Tell me that you're not going to go straight for that shrimp scampi. 
But I feel like I'd grab anything else before the shrimp scampi. Well, I mean, half a bottle of Tylenol would probably pair really well with that fine Italian cuisine at that point. <laughs> All right, but but in, in, in this situation, you've woken up on your friend's couch. Your friend's not awake yet. You're starving because you only ate a quarter of your dinner last night. And and uh, the only food that you know is yours is that's the shrimp assuming scampi. I did not wolf down like two slices of pizza on the way out at four in the morning. <laughs> I mean, I'm just Nick, saying. Just, 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 just stop trying to fight this scenario. You know you're gonna wake up hungry. Come on. Wow. Okay, I'm a little offended by that line, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you have the fridge stocked if you're gonna have Nick sleep over, because he's just gonna wake up and start just chowing down on anything. <laughs> that's been my life experience for the last fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> One time, one time I stole a sandwich out of his fridge and he never shut up about it. One time. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you haven't brought up the cheese cubes. <laughs> oh my. No. You, oh, you want to talk about the cheese cubes? You want to talk about the cheese cubes? Uh, yeah, let's talk about the cheese cubes. No, guys, guys, let's not get off track. Oh, this. no, it's cheese cube time. It's cheese cube time. David, no, please, come on. No, no, no. The fish, the fishman has decided to bring up <laughs> cheese cubes. So let's talk about it. We're talking about stealing food from other people's houses. The cheese cubes, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, exactly, because it was it was theft. Do not at any point think it was not theft, what you guys did. It wasn't theft. It was it was alternative payment for services rendered. So let's let's just paint a scenario. Oh, we please weave this tapestry for me. Do you hire two complete hooligans and degenerates to shovel your driveway? You pay them a fair rate. Uh-huh. A fair rate. They deciding that they did not get paid fairly <laughs> break into your house oh and we did steal not break into, break your, into house. your house the garage door was wide open but friend. i'm telling the stories now you're telling it wrong you don't have the answer sway i do <laughs> let me finish they break into my house and they take for themselves a full ziploc bag of cheese cubes the perpetrators then leave the scene of the crime with their tail between their legs, post it on social media, and tag you in it to remind you <laughs> that you just got <laughs> cheese cubes stolen out of your house. Not only did we do that, but we continued to torment you about it by sending you pictures of the bag of cheese cubes slowly being eaten. <laughs> so now, I want to know, at some point, did you guys say, man, I really don't want to eat any more cheese cubes, but you can't not eat these cheese cubes now? No, I, I, I was actually really hungry. <laughs> now, what you're conveniently forgetting is, one, you didn't pay us a fair wage. Two, we didn't break into your house. We walked right into your garage because the door was open where you have a fridge. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I paid you a fair wage. I, I, you know what? I, I don't remember, honestly, you know, what you paid us. I gave you guys $15 for 20 minutes. $15 for a driveway is a little low, buddy. For 20 minutes of shoveling? Are you kidding me? Listen, listen, let me explain something to you. That money came out of my pocket because I was lazy that day. And my mom was <laughs> oh, like, so there you go. Right. So, so let's not forget the origin of this whole thing. You were too lazy to <laughs> shovel your own driveway. My mom said, shovel the driveway. And I'm like, mom, I really don't want to. And then I saw you guys posting that you were shoveling driveways. So I go, I have an idea. I invite you guys over and I'm like, hey guys, bring your shovels. And they're like, why? And they come over. And I'm like, hey, guys, want to shovel the driveway? I'll pay you. And David's like, 
sure, why not? We'll do that. Why not? They shovel it clean, and I come out with 15 bucks, and they were not happy. Oh, so that's why you cheaped out. Because <laughs> we were getting like $50 a driveway, and then you come out with $15, and you're like, I'm going to go back inside now. Garage is open. Feel free to hang there for a few minutes before you go. And and I, I, that is not true. That's not what happened, man. Oh, come that's on. what fucking happened. Well, well, okay, if, if, if that's not what happened, how did you not notice us open a fridge door, rummage through <laughs> it, remove a several pound bag of cheese, and then leave with it? Right. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I think we've completely gone away from the topic here. Um, so 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 let's let's list it off right now. Chinese food, pizza, shrimp scampi. I'd like to switch around the question. What dinner foods are not acceptable to eat for breakfast? A uh, shrimp scampi. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. Would is sushi acceptable for breakfast? Ooh, that's a tough one. I don't think. I think a lot of uh, fish products cannot be. Well, so so here's the thing. Like, unless I'm I was making sushi from scratch, I I don't think I would have sushi just in the fridge. I guess so. Yeah. So I there's like there's no scenario in which I think I would find sushi in my fridge in the morning and be like, hmm, breakfast. So I'm going to say no to sushi. So what what else is not an, an acceptable dinner food for breakfast? I'm going to say a hot dog. You can't have a hot dog for breakfast. I feel like a hot dog's not dinner food, though. That's like lunch food. No, you can have hot dog for dinner. You can have hot dog for dinner. It's kind of a sad dinner. A hot dog is the thing where it's like the amount of it you have determines of whether it's lunch or dinner. Because you can have like five hot dogs and that's dinner. But you can have one hot dog and that's lunch. Uh, I, I don't know about your logic <laughs> what, there, buddy. What you, I'm, I'm confused. What exactly are you suggesting? <laughs> Why are you eating five <laughs> hot dogs? This brings up a good point. So what about like things that come off the grill like in general? Like could you have a hamburger for breakfast? Could you have like chicken breast for breakfast? Like grilled chicken for breakfast? <laughs> I thought you just said, I thought you just said whatever, what comes off the girl. And then you said chicken breast and I started laughing. <laughs> grill. Grill. It'd be really awkward for Nick if I had opened that sentence with, uh, with, with sausage. So, so, so chicken, grilled chicken breast, you know, slap that shit on a bun, put some avocado on it, make an over easy egg, put that shit together. And that's breakfast. Right. Hamburger is a that's a little bit tricky. I mean, look, I I I'm just going off of like what my grandpa has said and done because I've been over at his house for breakfast before, and let me tell you, that man, it, that man lives by the philosophy that anything is good for that anything you can throw into an omelet is acceptable. I would never put hamburger into an omelet. Why? It's basically just like a ground beef omelet. Uh, what is this? The Cooking Channel? Come on. Me, all right. So so a hamburger patty, very different than hamburger. <laughs> Right. What? If I'm thinking about leftovers, like dinner leftovers, that hamburger has already been crafted. Oh, you mean if there's just like a like, like a cooked piece of a hamburger patty, just like in a Ziploc bag in like your fridge? Right. If it's a, if it's just like a hamburger patty in the fridge, then like That's sure, let's like throw that shit oh, in no. in the omelet. But what like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Nick is Nick is upset what now. The, what the what the fuck is wrong with you? You you open the you're making an omelet. You see a hamburger patty, and you're like, that shit's going in. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. All right. Why all right. Not? All right. I want to I want to preface. I would I would not do this. Dan's grandfather has done this. Uh, your your grandfather is a bigger man than me because that is not something I can see myself doing. My grandfather lives by the philosophy that omelets are breakfast food, and literally anything can go into an omelet. I have seen some weird shit. Yeah, you throw some lobster in there; it's breakfast food. It's like, what, what's that? I, I I I have I have had a penny a la vodka breakfast omelet. 
that's that's sacrilegious. You can't do that. I got to call his ass out. You can't say some shit like that, Penny Alabaca omelet. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm angry. I want to, I want to, I want to tell you, I want to tell you what I found. I have not found a penny a la vodka omelet, but I have found eggs in shell, po- in shell pasta with vodka sauce. And it looks fucking scrumptious. You people okay. wonder why the plague has come down on us. And then you tell me some shit like that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you take a look at this skillet and you tell me that this does not oh, look get good get the to fuck eat. out of here with this shit. Oh, that, that looks delicious. <laughs> it looks delicious. It looks it's a really fried good. Fried egg on top of fucking baked ziti. That's not breakfast. You can't just do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it, it's like you psychopaths. You you psychopaths that have steak and eggs for breakfast. What the oh fuck my is god? Wrong so are with you, you kidding me? Steak no, and eggs no. is whoa, whoa, fucking whoa. classic. You can't have that's wrong with steak and eggs for breakfast. Food. Yes, it is. Stop it. Steak is a breakfast food. It's a yes, conspiracy. It is. It's a conspiracy by fucking Cracker Barrel steak, to convince oh my us God. that it is. Steak and eggs is it's one of my bullshit. favorite breakfasts. Bullshit. No, no. You, you, you are completely so out of your minds. We have been to Nashville. We've been to Cracker Barrel. You go to Barrel. Cracker Barrel in New York. <laughs> Don't act like you're Southern because you went to Cracker Barrel in fucking Wichita, Kansas. Okay? Stop it. You know what upsets me is that, you know what I ordered at Cracker Barrel and you said nothing? What? Country fried steak and eggs. Now that's different. Steak, right? I accept that. It's completely different. How is that different? No, it's not. It's, I, I mean, they the, are two different recipes. It's in the but... presentation. It's in the presentation. They make it look like a breakfast food. No, it's, it's in no, the Steak and eggs is a breakfast. Oh. Steak and eggs. Okay. Steak and oh, eggs okay. is such a good so Just some guy was like, shit, we ran out of sausage. What do we do? And the guy's like, oh, I got a steak. All right, put it on nah. there. Send it out. That's exactly what happened. Steak and eggs is so fucking good, and you will never, ever convince me that it's not. Especially when it's, like, topped with scallions, a little caramelized onion there. You know. Get re- get get real bougie. Dan, if you ever say the word bougie again, I'll never be friends with you. Bougie. All right, I totally disagree with that. If you're going to eat steak and eggs, it's there. there are three things that should be on your plate. Slices of steak, over easy or sunny side up eggs, and fucking potatoes. Oh, fuck that. I mean, I mean, absolutely to the steak and potatoes, but those eggs better be softly scrambled. What? So recently, I was um, I went out to um, get breakfast with my family, and we we stopped at a place. My dad, the waitress, goes, "What would you like?" And my dad's like, "Oh, I'll take two eggs over." And she goes, "Over what?" He goes, "You know, over." And I'm like, "Dad, you have to pick one. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just say what over what." <laughs> Right, over medium, over easy, over rice. He's like, ah, uh, you know, uh, runny. I'm like, so over easy? He's like, yeah, over easy. I'm like, Dad, what happened there? He's like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just panicked. I'm like, <laughs> I just <laughs> forgot what over easy eggs were. All right, this is this is why you get this is why you get sunny side up or over easy. You crack that yolk and you dip the potatoes and steak in it. Get this, get this, get this shit out of here. Can we please move on to another question now? All right, so 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 I've got one. Hit me with it. Oh wow. So, how likely is it that you'd care about talking to a girl you like over the phone if you're in the middle of a video game with your bros? Um okay, wait. So it's saying if if I if I like a girl and I'm in the middle of Warzone with my buddies and she gives me and she suddenly calls you. Ooh. How 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 important is it that you pick up that phone? It depends on what you're like, where in your relationship you are with her, right? Like, like if you're if you're like about to seal the deal, it's a video game. Your friends can play without you. Just pick up the phone. 
All right, David's abandoning the squad. See, now, here's the thing. I went into a completely different direction as David. My thing is, it's all about where you are in the game. <laughs> because if you're, if, well, I mean, that's, the, that's a factor as well. And what game are you playing, you know? If you're in Warzone and you're in the top five, not a chance I'm picking up that phone. <laughs> all right, there we go. In, in fact, if you're in the top five in Warzone... You hit the decline button. You, you, oh, you don't just let it ring. Oh. You hit the. You let her know. No, no, no. Yeah. You know no, what no, I'm no. doing right now. I'm playing Warzone. <laughs> if you're into me, that means we're friends on Steam and friends in Warzone. So, so you see me online on Discord. You see what chat I'm in. I'm not picking up this phone. All right, then. <laughs> but if you're, say, say you are in the beginning of a Warzone match, or uh, I don't know if you're at a place where where it's not imperative that you have full attention, right? Then then like nine times out of ten, I'm gonna pick up that phone. David, you wouldn't even know she's calling you because she likes you. You'd think she was just calling to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no clue. It's ten thirty at night. She's like, "Hi, David," and he's like, "Oh, hey, what's up, Amber? What's going on?" <laughs> he's fucking like he's blowing up stuff. He's like, "Yeah, what's going on?" What's going on? What's going on, brother? What's going on? What's up, bro? Hey, <laughs> she's like, oh, you know, just here by myself. That's 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 what that's what puts him on the hook is is the complete ignorance <laughs> on your part. That's yeah, exactly. What... <laughs> that's 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 the bait. That's the bait on the hook. The bait on, yeah, but it's a bait on the hook. But you don't know it's you don't know you're fishing. Do you understand? You don't. It's like you did all the steps to, to cast the line out, but then the guy's like, "All right, reel it in," and you're like, "Why? What's the fun? What? what? <laughs> all right, we've got a couple of questions down. We're midway into the podcast. I think it's time. Which of these things happened? In Florida. Yeah, buddy. Woo! I hope you're ready for this, Beauty, because I have three news stories for you. I'm going to read you the headline and a short synopsis of the story, and you're going to have to guess which of these things happened in Florida. If you can't tell by now, this is probably Nick and I's favorite part of any episode we do. Uh, oh man, I, I, love I love it! I love it! Florida. I love it! I love putting this together, especially because I I have to sift through so many news stories, and they're all <laughs> equally ridiculous. I'm going to start out with a news story that did not make it in, but I thought was phenomenal, and I wanted to share with you guys. So this is a, this is an honorable mention. We aren't even. This getting is an into honorable mention, uh, and this happened in Florida. Okay, wow. Let's hear it. Uh, a man who runs a a parrot rescue has been trapped on on his land uh, because uh, because of COVID. He is surrounded on all sides by other landowners, uh, and the only access road to his property was closed because of COVID. So he is trapped on his five acre property with hundreds of parrots. <laughs> oh my! That's God. pretty funny. There's there's more there, but I'm not, I'm not gonna pull it up. Here's our first story. FBI agent shot by booby-trapped wheelchair. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the bomb specialists su uh, suspected that a home was booby-trapped. Before the highly trained team even entered the house, they encountered a series of traps that are straight out of the adventures of Indiana Jones. As they entered the front door, they noticed what appeared to be a tripwire. Seconds later, 
A shot rang out, apparently from a booby-trapped wheelchair. An FBI bomb specialist agent was hit in the leg. Upon close examination, the technicians discovered that the, that the spa in the house was rigged in such a manner that when the gate was opened, it would activate a mechanical trigger that would cause the... It was a, a hot tub that was put on its side. Uh, they just say the spa. That would cause the spa to roll toward the person uh, at the gate, much like the scene from the movie Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> In which the actor Harrison Ford is forced to outrun a giant stone boulder that he inadvertently triggered with a booby trap switch. <laughs> That's our first story. Wow. That is... Uh... There, there's a lot wow. more there, but we don't have enough time to read this whole story. Read it. It's, it's, it's a riot. <laughs> Okay. All right. All I'm gonna say is like we're not putting our we're not putting our bets in yet of who, of which stories obviously are part of Florida. We didn't hear the other two first, but this seems extremely, extremely <laughs> meticulously planned, and it takes like a decent amount of, pa- of of brain power to assemble this. I just don't believe that that's exists in Florida. But that's besides the point. Keep going. Here's our second story. Man slapped with big mouth Billy Bass singing fish after argument. (laughs) Gregory Carney, 54, is facing a charge of domestic battery after police say he slapped a man with a toy fish. The man told police he was arguing with Carney because Carney was playing the fish just to aggravate him. Carney became angry when he learned the man threw out the fish, the report says, so he grabbed it out of the bin and threw it at the man. You uh, b- b- between this one and the uh, and the kayaking seal and the kayaker that got slapped <laughs> by a seal with an octopus, you uh, uh you, you seem to have a real affinity for. You, I, you I see, love I my say, fish you stories. Seem to have a real affinity for putting at least one fish-based story. Right. Well, this one especially because it's a mechanical singing fish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one more for you. All right. There's no stopping Uber Raccoon. <laughs> the raccoon scourge was bad enough that the city spent $31 million on raccoon-resistant organic green-colored waste bins. It was the latest assault in what the media has called a raccoon war. However, some raccoons kept getting into people's trash cans, including those of Dempsey and her neighbor. City officials and a representative from the garbage can maker blamed faulty or broken bins for the break-ins, They told Dempsey that the latches can become loose over time. The allegedly faulty bin got replaced with a new one. Then the raccoons got into the second bin and the city came back with the same story. Just 24 raccoon related complaints out of nearly half a million bins. Dempsey doesn't think it's a widespread problem. Just that there happens to be an Uber raccoon prowling in her neighborhood. I feel like their response was not good there. Like they decided like, man, all these raccoons are like attacking our garbage bins, so let's just change the color. <laughs> like, I don't no, no, they they had like a special a special like lock on it that that apparently couldn't be manipulated by raccoons, but the bins in this one area had been rifled through by raccoons. So I wonder if this is the same raccoon from the Incredibles two movie, right? That <laughs> <laughs> fights. Jack Jack is clearly <laughs> capable of far more. He's, he's frankly more flexible than most people. Let's be honest. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, like he's he he has a personal vendetta against the human population. That's what this <laughs> is. He's, he is leading the uprising against humanity. This is it. It's over now. Oh, oh yeah. There's a quote about a video that was captured of this Uber raccoon, and I wanted to read it. It says, one of the videos I captured, the raccoon just walks up to the bin, pulls it right down, and it lands with a bang, and then she turns and looks directly at the camera, almost as if to say, huh, you can't stop me. You can't stop me. <laughs> can't stop me now. You cannot stop the Uber raccoon. <laughs> so... Which uh, which which do you think happened in Florida? I'm gonna go with the man that got slapped by the mechanical singing bass. Nick, yeah, I'm going with the second one too because I think the first one's too intricate, and the other one's about raccoons. There's no raccoons in Florida. They got like lizards and shit. All right, well, that's a that's a double win this nice. time. Uh Woo! Uh-oh. The Florida man slapped with big mouth Billy Bass singing fish after argument. Was in Sebastian, Florida. Sebastian. <laughs> the uh, raccoon was in Toronto, uh, and the FBI agent was in Oregon. So, well, you know, just that—that's just what happens. All right, random question. Ready? Get ready for this, guys. If you were invisible for ten minutes right now, what would you do? Right now. Oh, God. I, I mean, like, 10 minutes is, is not long enough to, like, really go anywhere from my house. Now, question. If you're invisible, does the things around, like, if I touch, like, my car, can I make the car invisible? Or, like, the car is, like, normal? Listen, let's say no. no. It, it, let's just say it's just you. just you. But I think just driving around my block is perfect enough. Because everyone would be freaking out that a car. I mean, no one's going to see you. You live out in the middle of nowhere. But, okay, well. Damn it. And, and, and to be honest, like self-driving cars are not that frightening. Anymore. If someone sees a 2014 Chevy Equinox driving without anybody in it, they're going to be freaked out. Don't don't give me that. I once saw someone driving down the highway and they had their seat leaned back in like just the perfect way where it looked like no one was driving the car. Can confirm did freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> I might just go freak out some of my neighbors, you know, okay. here in the apartment building, go knock on their doors, have them open ooh, up. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> Nobody there. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta do the classic Ooh. thing of like putting on like a sheet, and then they're like, "Oh, who is this guy?" And they take it down, there's nobody there, and they freak out. You know, I am the ghost of overdue rent past. <laughs> I guess pr- prank prank my roommates is probably the only thing that I could do. <laughs> I I would love David to uh, play his guitar and just randomly like sing into someone's window. <laughs> I am the floating guitar man. <laughs> Sing us a song, floating guitar man. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's like, but like David would like, would like fall. Like, oh no! <laughs> just mid ballad, just fall mid ballad. Oh God, someone help. Screaming. All right, so Nick would drive around and freak people out of a, at a driverless car. <laughs> David would serenade people. Yep. What would you do, Dan? I, I, I'm definitely going to go with your idea of, of the very classic bedsheet uh, ghost. That's a good one. It is, it is a really good one. This has been Jawbreakers. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to share us on Instagram for a chance to get a shout-out on our podcast. All right, Nick, tell us about today's bad movie pick. I'm talking about the 1986 classic. Uh-huh. Directed by Willard Hoyek. 
I think it's okay. how you say his name. I don't really know. And I don't really care. <laughs> the absolute special that was made by both Lucasfilm and Marvel Productions. Oh, God, here we go. And distributed by Universal Pictures. I'm talking about the $37 million budget, $38 million grossing film, <laughs> Howard the Duck. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's the uh, what's the Rotten Tomatoes score on that? That Nick? is let's 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 triple check this here because I want to make sure I have it right because there was the animated show Howard the Duck which sure. has a significantly higher uh, Rotten Tomatoes rating. <laughs> um, wow. Okay, it is a fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh God. <laughs> um, while it has its moments, Howard the Duck suffers from the unfor the uneven tone and mediocre performances. Wow, very rough. <laughs> Not no mercy is shown for this film. Okay, we have to I have to give a shout out to Paul Anatasio. Anatasio, I don't know how to say his name, but he is a top critic on Rotten Tomatoes from the Washington Post. His 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 rating. As you watch Howard the Duck, you get the vivid sensation that you're watching not a movie. But a pile of money being poured down the drain. Oh, and the, wow. and the way. <laughs> <laughs> this Christian uh, Toto uh, okay. wrote a review in 2009 um, where he says Howard the Duck is the first clear sign that George Lucas, who exec produced this mess, ran out of pixie dust after wrapping Return <laughs> of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not wrong. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's wrap it up. I'm David. I'm Nick. And I'm Dan. Thank you for listening. 